This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot. All these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA Media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I'm looking for the distinction between the two cases. One you say is okay, the other one not okay. Because the company, unlike our first example of the, the speechwriter, yeah. the company here says in no uncertain terms will they ever sell a company, a, a, a product or a service to a same-sex couple. No, what websites. they say is we will not sell to anyone, anyone, a, a message that I disagree with as a matter of religious faith, just as a speechwriter says, or the press release writer, the freelance writer says, I will not sell to anyone a speech that offends my religious beliefs. But here they are defining their service by excluding someone based on their... That's their religious belief. Well, in Colorado... You can't change their religious belief, right? No, but... but well, to... And you protect religious beliefs under the statute, Right. That is one of the protected characteristics yes. in theory. And in practice. If it wasn't in practice, we had heard about it over, over the past several years. And, and my friend has pointed to no example where this has been applied. Mr. Phillips did go through a re-education training program pursuant to Colorado law, did he not, Mr. Olson? He, he went through a, a process that ensured he was familiar it with. It was a re-education program, right? It was not a re-education program. What do you call it? It was a process to make sure he was familiar with Colorado law. Someone might be excused for calling that a re-education. I strongly program. disagree, Justice Gorsuch. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> it is Monday, 5 December, in the year of our Lord, 2022. Um, that is the Supreme Court today. I'm going to bring in Mike Davis, who used to clerk for Justice Gorsuch. And for all the people that trash talk Trump, Nonstop, all these never Trumpers that fought him and stabbed him in the back, everything like that. Remember, that come from behind victory against Hillary Clinton. Merrick Garland was up for that slot. They didn't think Merrick Garland was radical as radical as he is. They didn't think he was radical enough. That's why they didn't push it. They were going to wait and, and, and not Lawrence Tribe's too old, but a Lawrence Tribe, a more radical type. And instead, we got Justice Neil Gorsuch and two more. That's Donald Trump. That's the fight. We got to start talking about reality versus fantasy. Okay. That's reality. Uh, Mike Davis, the, the media, uh, <laughs> New York Times, LA Times, they're not taking this, uh, sitting down. They're saying justices showed that they were for, you know, on the side of the anti-gay marriage on the side of social conservatives. But what got me was, and I'm, this is not my line of country, as you know. I, that's why I have you and, and, and the show has you and the audience has you and others. But this was kind of brutal today, right? Like right there. There's one instance after another that just didn't. And Gorsuch to call it a re-education camp. I mean, he kind of went there, didn't he, Mike Davis? It, it's. I mean, he's exactly right. And re remember, we have a First Amendment in this country. And if you – I split my time between D.C. and Colorado, and I'll tell you there 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 is no shortage – of people who will bake any cake you want. There, there is no shortage of a website designer who will make any website you want. What's going on here are these left-wing radical activists are targeting Christians, whether it's the Christian baker or the Christian website designer. And they are literally minding their own businesses. They're not out there saying we hate gays and gays can't come here. They welcome anyone in their store that you could, you could go get a cake. They just don't want the messaging that violates their Christian beliefs. And I think in a society where we talk about uh, tolerance and openness, I think that the people who are going after these Christian bakers uh, and Christian website designers are the ones being intolerant. This is not like a hotel on the side of the road, a public accommodation where people are driving through and they say you can't have black people here. You can't have gay people here. You can't have Muslim people here. This is literally a Christian website 
company and, and before it was a Christian baker and they're minding their own business. And we have this law in Colorado that tortures them. If they object, they, these activists go hunt them down. They, they order a cake, order a cake, order a website knowing that the Christian baker and the Christian website designer can't do it. And then they put them through the hell and the cost and expense of going through the Colorado process. This is, this is, this is bogus and we need to end this. And I think the Supreme Court is going to end. Tell us the, the media's take on this because the questioning, it didn't, not that they cited, quite frankly, it didn't look like the advocates and the lawyers, uh, against the, against the Christians were either that well prepared or really had an eternal logic to their argument. It kind of got picked apart by the big brains on the right that sit on the court. Am I, am I kind of wrong in that assessment just legally and going to the law and to the, into the logic of the law in this case? No, you're exactly right. And just think about it this way. What would the left do if people targeted Muslim stores and said, you know, we're going to target you. We're going to try to put you out of business because of your religious beliefs. There would be outrage on the, on the left and there should be outrage on the left. So why is it still open season in America to go after Christians who are literally minding their own business? Talk to us about um, the, the court when Gorsuch was picked. I happened to be on the uh, on the five person committee, and I was one of only two non lawyers. Um, what the the process was is about written opinions and about intellect and how it's the writing that really drives decisions now. And you have people like Alito and Gorsuch that are game changers. It's their it's their it's their um, it's their intelligence, their implied intelligence, also their ability to communicate. Uh, visa writing. Talk, talk to me about that, about the power of Justice Gorsuch. Well, it's it's very important. I clerked for him on the 10th Circuit uh, when he first went on the 10th Circuit back in 2006 and 2007, and then I helped him uh, get set up on the Supreme Court when he went on the Supreme Court in 2017. I'm, you know, I'm good friends with him. He was my former boss. Um, he, he takes his writing very seriously. He's a very smart guy. Uh, you know, he went to Harvard, Harvard Law School, got his uh, uh, doctrine philosophy at, at Oxford, and he is—he's uh, a—he's a conservative. Uh, he's definitely a conservative guy, but he's also—he's not a results—he's uh, not a results-oriented conservative. Meaning, he's not going to just get to the right result because that's what you know. He, he knows he's not a politician, so he's going to go through an analytical process. And on the Supreme Court, in order to get you know a majority of justices or more to support your position you have to do it through intellect and persuasion it can't just be through raw political arguments um i, I want to shift now for a second and by the way it, this this uh, will come out when 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 will the results of this come out we're going to wait all the way to june or what will be when will this drop because this is such an important case I mean, it could drop at any point, uh, but on these more controversial cases, they usually come out at the end of the term in June. I don't know why this case is controversial. It shouldn't be. Uh, I can't imagine why three liberal Supreme Court justices don't think we have enough room in society for Christians uh, who are minding their own business, practicing their faith, and uh, they're not discriminating. They're just, you know, they, again, they're not, they don't have signs saying, don't come in here if you're gay or black or Muslim. It's just, when it comes down to putting the specific content on the cake or the website that goes against their faith, uh, that's that's where they object. And they, they, we have enough room in society to allow people like that to object. Um, I want to pivot for a minute to uh, Arizona. They they certified, or at least as part of the certification project, your fight against big tech. This situation with Katie Hobbs and reaching out to Twitter. There's another explosive set of allegation. Floyd Brown's going to be at the bottom hour about Google being involved and in, 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 in directly influenced this election. You saw this Twitter fiasco now in Brazil, also obviously with the Hunter Biden thing. Walk me through how your crusade against the big tech oligarchs is manifesting uh, itself in, in these elections. Well, I mean, we started the Internet Accountability Project three years ago to take on big tech from the right, and we're going after them on uh, antitrust, Section 230, and data privacy. We were the first group on the right. And frankly, a lot of conservatives didn't, uh, when we first started this thing, especially in D.C., didn't want anything to do with us. They said, you know, we're free market conservatives. And my response is, is look, in order to have a free market, you need a functioning market. And when you have these trillion-dollar big tech monopolists using their market power to crush competition, stifle free speech, cancel conservatives, shutter small businesses, 
We don't have a free market anymore. We don't have a functioning market. So we have to update and enforce our century-old antitrust laws so we can break up big tech's gatekeeping power. Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Apple. And they have gatekeeping power. And look what they did. to look. So uh, Elon Musk brings free speech back to Twitter. And the left goes crazy because they know that they can't win the war of ideas. So they want to cancel people. So what does what does the left do to Elon Musk? They do advertiser boycotts. They're trying to, to crush Twitter through advertiser, advertiser boycotts, telling you know, United or whatever company that they shouldn't advertise on Twitter because it's, it's a hate platform, which is nonsense, but that's their argument. And so then if that doesn't work, Elon Musk has the fortitude and the the, the, the resources to keep Twitter afloat uh, during this advertiser boycott. What they're going to try to do next is what they did to Parler. When back during old woke, woke Twitter, they said, if you don't like Twitter, build your own. And so Parler did. Uh, it quickly got a $1.3 billion valuation. There were a lot of conservatives who were signing up for Parler. So what happens? They, uh, the, the left blamed Parler for the January 6th protest, even though the protests were organized on Facebook largely. So Google and Apple kicked Parler out of the App Store duopoly, and then Amazon kicked Parler off the Internet. That's going to be what happens to Twitter if we don't update and enforce our century-old antitrust laws. We can't have free speech online in America uh, determined by three executives at three trillion dollar companies. Uh, Mike, how do people get to? Uh, how do they get to you? How do they find out more about the fight you've got now with big tech and also all the updates as you cover the Supreme Court uh, so closely? How do people follow you? Well, it's Article Three Project dot org. Article Number Three Project dot org. It's at Article Three Project at Article Number Three Project on Getter, Twitter, Truth, and my personal is MRD. D-M-I-A, M-R-D, D-M-I-A. There's a link on the Article 3 page website for the, uh, the Internet Accountability Project it's for the War Room Posse on what laws we need to get passed right now to, to make sure that we're breaking up big tech's gatekeeping power. We, we've got a special section there just for the posse. I want everybody to go and check Mike's uh, workout. Uh, Mike, thank you very much, and really thank you for the update on the Supreme Court argument today. Thank you, Steve. We're going to try to get Terry Schilling for Americans Principles and, of course, the great Liz Yor, a former prosecutor, to join us also later to talk about this. I want to go to Mike Howe, one of the team over at, at Heritage. And, and, Mike, there's been a lot of discussion about this, but Heritage and Mike, I think, brought the receipts. Mike, you're running a project on immigration and uh, in the border over at Heritage, but you've got this report that's absolutely stunning about the movement, tracking the movement from these NGOs we've been warned about, and Todd Benzman's told us about it. He's going to follow you. You know, uh, Burkwam talks about it all the time, but tracking it from the NGOs to the inter- center of the country, or the internal part of the country. Tell us what you're doing at Heritage first. We're going to take a break and then come back with the details, but talk us what your project is. Right. Absolutely. Thank you, Steve. So we purchased bulk cell phone data and tracked illegal aliens over a one-month period from 30 NGOs at the southern border to the interior of the state. What our findings show is that virtually every single congressional district in the United States mainland has movement of illegal aliens from these border NGOs throughout, you know, into their district. It shows that this border crisis is a massive human resettlement program, and it affects every single district throughout the country. Every town is a border town. That's what this report shows. So hang on, when you say 30, that kind of boggles the mind. We thought it was like Catholic Charities and a couple of three. You're saying there's 30 NGOs down there assisting illegal aliens to get into the country? Oh, at least. We just chose, selected 30 that we specifically zeroed in on based off human source intelligence or public. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, a deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. 
Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we have Mike Cal from Heritage. Mike, tell us about the center. I want to know first that you guys are, are uh, uh, under Kevin. You guys have really become forward-leaning. Talk to me about the center and what you guys do overall. Then I want to get back to this this amazing report. By the way, the report's going to be up everywhere. You got to read it. It'll blow you away. Uh, but but and by the way, we're really honored to have it as the exclusive to launch here, as you guys now promulgated. Tell us about the center. So when Dr. Roberts took over Heritage about a year ago, uh, there was a big shift in kind of the way we operate. We realized that we're not going to win this battle for the soul of the country with white papers alone. So we needed an offensive weapon. So we stood up the Oversight Project, which is basically the investigative and action arm of the institutional right. What we do are, you know, intelligence reports like the one we're looking at now. We've also built out a law firm, basically, where we're suing on FOIAs. Uh, we're getting a lot of documents that the Biden administration would not want to turn over. You know, most recently, we found the document where Mayorkas, uh, when he went up to the White House to brief on the alleged whipping incident, knew that no whipping occurred. And so that's the kind of work we're in. We're really excited for this oversight season when the House of Representatives is in conservative hands. We want to make sure they have all the info that the institutional right can go out and gather. That's what this report is. That's what our lawsuits are about. You can expect a lot more of activity similar to this. Uh, coming out of the Oversight Project at Heritage. Now, here, when you get this report for the audience, and Captain Bannon and Greece uh, and Jane, I want this pushed out everywhere. you got to be a force to multiply. you obviously got to read it yourself, but I want it to push to as many friends and family as you possibly. I want this thing to go viral. Here's why. We always talk about the phrase, every town a border town, every state a border state. It's just not Arizona and Texas, South Texas, the Rio Grande Valley problem. This actually brings the receipts. Who came up with the idea, the brain idea, to go buy the cell phone data to track it? Well, that was my idea and, and the team. When we were seeing kind of the use by the government of such technology, obviously it played huge in the January 6th investigation where they relied on cell phone data to go after and prosecute anyone who was within a vicinity of you know, the, the capital. Also, during the COVID you know, era and all those tracking maps, they were relying on this technology. This technology is commonly used in all sorts of contexts, commercially, your geolocation data is being tracked all the time. Uh, the government uses this data all the time. We thought we should deploy this data you know, as a force for good to show the American people how their country is being infiltrated by a massive resettlement program of you know, human smuggling, uh, one in which is illegal and the American people certainly do not uh, want to have occurring. It's frankly beneath the dignity of a great country. So, and by the way, it, this thing's got maps and you can see the maps of how it kind of grows from the, from the Rio Grande Valley in South Texas and Arizona all the way, but really through Texas. Talk about these NGOs. Most people think, Hey, I'm giving money for charity and to do good. You're saying these are actually assisting in this kind of uh, invasion process. Yes, absolutely. So they're facilitating the travel and care of illegal aliens. They're a waypoint facility. They work hand in glove with the Biden administration to take custody of overflow from Border Patrol. Furthermore, a lot of these NGOs, not all the ones in the report, but some uh, NGOs involved in the border process also are involved south of the border in, in terms of driving people to the border. Other NGOs are also involved in helping illegal aliens fall, uh, file frivolous asylum claims. Others are you know, actively involved in lobbying D.C. to make sure that the border stays wide open and the rules are as loose as possible. I mean, it is a shame that a lot of these organizations parade as you know charitable Christian organizations when in fact what they're doing is encouraging and facilitating a, a massive amount of human misery. You know what happens on the journey to the United States. It is, it is absolutely awful when, when humans are turned over to the cartels, women and children. The abuse is absolutely replete. And by having an open border and facilitating it and making it easier, all we're doing is encouraging this massive human resettlement program, which the Biden administration's, you know, doing without the consent of, of the people. We're a sovereign country. If we wanted to allow mass immigration, we would change our laws. The laws say you got to come here legally. And they're doing this under the cover of night. And uh, we caught them. We caught them. And we're showing that this goes everywhere. It's not just at the border. It's in every community of the United States. This data is only a one-month period of 30,000 unique anonymized devices. The number of illegal crossers in the Biden administration is north of 5 million. Can you imagine what 5 million cell phone devices would show on a map like this? There wouldn't be a single area that's not 
completely covered in blue lines like you're seeing on the map. Illegal immigration is everywhere. It's fundamentally transforming this country. It already has. And they're just spiking the football right now with this massive historical rate. Mike, what I like about this is that it's you, you've you brought the receipts. Where do you go now? We always talk about some of the first hearings are going to be about the invasion of the southern border. They're going to talk, you know, Kevin McCarthy's already threatened in uh, Mayorkas with impeachment. People talking about Garland because he's not enforcing the law. They're exacerbating this. What's the process for briefing people on the Hill? How are you guys going to get this into the system so it's going to be part of because everybody, every congressman, every staffer can get it in reading this report and seeing the maps? Right. Great question. Step one's coming on, you know, war room and getting it out with you. And we appreciate you allowing us to do that. Step two is we're going to put this up on our, uh, you know, Twitter feed and our website. So check us out at Heritage. I'm at M. Howell Tweets if you want to follow us there. We're going to get this report out and then we're going to, you know, keep pushing Congress as step one is to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. What this map shows isn't something that just happened to the Biden administration. It's something that they knowingly did. This is a conscious effort uh, to organize a massive, massive resettlement program. And it's illegal. And it, it goes against, you know, their duties, their sworn uh, oaths to protect this country. And instead, they've opened the border. They've handed over the reins to NGOs that do not care about our sovereignty, security, or well-being. And it's tremendous damage. Frankly, impeachment is, you know, the, the lowest possible bar in my mind. What they're doing is far worse. It's never occurred in our nation's history where they've just given up our southern border on purpose. So the call to Congress is not only to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas, but to take away every dime that DHS can use to continue facilitating this program and use every possible lever to close that border and to remove every single illegal alien that's crossed over it. That's the only way we get our country back. And that's all we're asking for. Mike, once again, how do people get to you on social media and how they get to your center at Heritage to make sure people can get there, find out more about the work you're doing, other work, and also to make sure we get make this go viral? How do people do that? Absolutely. So I'm on Twitter at at MHowellTweets. Heritage is at Heritage. Uh, we have a website that will be launching in, in the near future. We're a little bit of a startup right now, but we have over 400 FOIAs and 15 lawsuits. It's about to grow exponentially. Wow. And we're going to find a way where you can check in on the progress of all of those and, frankly, enlist your help in reviewing all these documents that we're suing the Biden administration to get out there. I want everybody today over the people at Midnight Rider, all of our different chat rooms to get on this, to read it and understand it first, and then make sure you promulgate it. Uh, Mike, thank you very much. And thank Dr. Kevin Roberts. You guys are really at the tip of the spear on, on so many different issues today. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, brother. Let me bring in Todd Benson. Todd, you've got a report too, but, but right there, you've been, you've said, Hey guys, you don't understand. There's this whole group of NGOs down on the border and, you know, from Catholic, look, I'm Catholic. Catholic charities is one of the worst. They're not there actually to do what you think they do or they raise money for. They're really facilitators of the cartels and the U S government, which are part of the cartels to essentially assist in the invasion of the country. Is that too harsh? a phrase from from what you've seen and your eyewitness that you've been down there in harm's way reporting on this? Yeah, I don't think that that overstates anything. The There is what I call an NGO, a, a, a migrant advocacy industrial complex at work here on both sides of the border. I just came back from the border uh, a few weeks ago and reported about how that industrial complex is working all day and all night on the Mexican side to prepare thousands and thousands of immigrants to cross, to be handed off at the ports of entry by the Mexicans to the Americans sight unseen. Uh, that whole operation from the Pacific coast all the way to the Gulf of Mexico, the entire length of the border, almost every port of entry these handoffs are being take are taking place, thousands and thousands, and it's all prepared by these NGOs, American uh, law students, uh, you know, Catholic charities, uh, IOM, United Nations, IOM. They're all deeply involved in preparing the paperwork uh, that that is required for these handoffs over the border. Uh, I, I want to make sure, but, but hang on. I want to make sure somebody understands that people understand this is because it's all about asylum. They yes. are, they've gamed the asylum system the way we, and we, these asylum laws have been around for a while, been highly negotiated, have been, you know, taken to court, all that. 
this is not about asylum. These are people that are not economic asylum is not a thing, right? They're obviously everybody wants a better life and we completely feel for the situation they're, they're in. We're not demonizing the people coming across. They're making a logical decision because the U S government is essentially saying, come now and come fast and, and, and breaking a number of asylum laws. Is that essentially correct? The asylum law, the way it is written, is at the the root of all mass migration crisis. Uh, I should mention that all you have to do is say, I want asylum at, at the border when you cross, and we let you in forever. Uh, it doesn't matter if you ever actually apply for asylum. Uh, and, and they'll say, I suffered persecution, government persecution, the asylum officers only have to believe that up to a 10% certainty. 10%, um, okay, maybe. And they just, they're, they, they get in. I should also mention that lying about your government persecution back home is a federal crime, but it's an unenforced federal crime. There is very, very little asylum fraud prosecution in the United States. U.S. attorneys nowhere uh, do U.S. attorneys in any district want to prosecute, waste their resources, waste uh, their resources on asylum fraud uh, claims, uh, prosecutions? And that's one of the problems. But the big problem is that the asylum law has to be scuttled completely. It has to be put on ice. The whole thing has to be shut down and rebuilt so that you can't uh, make your claim inside the United States. That's really what it's about. Hang on for one second. We're going to hold you because you found some more disturbing news uh, from the southern border. Okay, uh, Todd Benson is going to be with us. We're going to try to get Liz Yor. Uh, of course, uh, Floyd Brown is going to join us about Arizona and Terry Schilling. All next in the world. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Offer from My Patriot Supply. They're knocking off 25% on their four-week emergency food kit. That's 25% off the four-week emergency food kit. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now to get this great deal. My Patriot Supply is charging less so they can help American families more. This amazing price. So get it while you can. These days, you can't depend on anything else but yourself for survival. Get this food today. You'll be grateful for it tomorrow. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save 25% on each four-week emergency supply food kit. Your orders ship fast and free. Don't wait for the shelves to be empty. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Your host, Stephen K. Bass. Okay, Todd uh, Benzman's with us. Todd, you also found some other disturbing news. Look, you broke this massive story about how the Biden administration is actually going down and making it easier on, you know, twisting U.S. law to make it even easier. They want to process as many as possible. By the way, I was talking to some Border Patrol guys or people that were talking with Border Patrol guys over the weekend. One of the Border Patrol uh, people, and this was down in the Rio Grande Valley, but they said that they think when Title 42 is lifted in on December, I think, 21st, they think they're going to get 15,000 to 20,000 a day across the entire border. Is that number the kind of number people are talking about up to 20,000 illegal aliens a day? That was an intelligence community assessment back in April. Uh, you know, they were saying between 12 and 18,000. Uh, so we'll see, but they didn't say for how long if that was just going to be sustained for two years straight or just a month or a couple of days or what. But either way, uh, the whole world of aspiring immigrants are well aware of the magical December 21 date and they're on their way. Everybody's on their way. If Mike Howe, if Mike Howe, a heritage just said, Hey, you know, stopping this and, and, and impeaching my York is all that's part of it, but you got to stop what's here and you probably gonna have a tough fight, but that he, all of them also have to go home. How many are we talking about, roughly? Oh, uh, well, he said five million, and uh, I'm going to agree that it's probably you know somewhere in the range of three and a half to four and a half million without the gotaways. 
that's kind of the big number. You, you have to tack on another million to maybe two million gotaways to that. Uh, those people will be imminently deportable if we ever decide that we're going to reinstate deportation in this country. Right now, uh, interior deportation is a thing of the past. We don't do that anymore. We but, abolish. But, but my point is, if I go to the upper end of the range, which you're is saying the two, two, three and a half to four and a half, and one to two. If I go to the upper end of the range, I'm at six and a half, seven million yes. illegals have been here. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 mind-boggling, but this is uh, it's going to be one of the and this is going to be one of the major impeachment things. Remember, they're taking this off on December twenty-first, so this is why we're trying to get the audience ready. But most importantly, also we're trying to make sure Congress gets ready, and your briefing and Mike Cal's briefing and everything is all that. Go, you found some other disturbing. I realize this is a sensitive topic, but you're the expert. The reason I want you to do it, you're the expert on terrorism at the border, and people shouldn't <laughs> miss the fact that you know. We got terrorists blowing through the, the border and that's documented by, by Todd Benzman in his book, the original book on jihad, but here recently. So what's this latest disturbing uh, footage and, and news you have from the southern border? Well, the, the incoming house has to be aware that when they start up these, you know, hearings and inquiries and impeachment or whatever they end up doing, that it's not just about the numbers of people coming over. It's who's coming over. And there is a very decided national security issue with that open border. We have had 98 uh, terrorists on the FBI watch list cross the border in fiscal 22, and another nine came in just in October. Uh, so I went to Tijuana recently because there was a bunch of puff pieces about six months ago in the media about this Muslim-only immigrant shelter that opened up in Tijuana two blocks from the border, and I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for somebody to go in there and do a story uh, investigating the national security implications of that, and of course, nothing happened. So I went myself and spent, you know, three days in and around, knocking around that place, interviewing the immigrants and interviewing the shelter director. And what I found was that immigrants from, from all over the Muslim world, from uh, Islamic countries where terrorist operations uh, are active are coming through and taking advantage of this shelter. Uh, one thing that the shelter, what, what, that I came away with is that the shelter management, the director told me that she is very concerned with national security. She doesn't want to get caught up in somebody passing through her shelter and then every one of them are going over the border and then they do something on the U.S. side. But I asked her, has anybody on the any American law enforcement or intelligence agency or the council general or anybody come to you and asked you about anything? And she said, no, not at all. Nobody has asked oh, me. Oh, hang, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. You have a woman who's running this, who's concerned about national security, and wants to make sure everything's done on the up and up. You have where people from Islamic countries have many other ways to access and try to apply for asylum. Somehow they're coming up through Latin America, Central America, Mexico to the Northern border of Mexico, right? thing. They had this Muslim center. And she said to you, no one for the, for the $850 billion in, in defense budget and all the other things that add up to a trillion dollars in national security in DHS, DHS, by the way, that has the article, the FBI is getting more raids on MAGA, "Quote unquote domestic terrorist, you know, MAGA is a top a top number. They're putting numbers, and we're going to have Darren Beatty in the six o'clock hour to discuss the details of this. With all that, no one has come to her shelter that she would like some assistance in to make sure it's all vetted. No one has come to her. Correct? That is correct, except for the Mexicans. But when she called the Mexicans, uh, she suspected that." A couple of these guys were jihadists, so she called the Mexicans, and the Mexicans came out and did did their thing, and um, you know found derogatory intelligence on two individuals. But it's not a proactive thing. And she said, "Listen, I've got files on everybody who comes through here. So if they hit on the U.S. watch list when they cross, like those 121 yeah. so far in the last 20, she says I've got all the files. Uh, I take everybody who stays here. I take." Uh, co photocopies of whatever identification documents they have, et cetera. 
Are you, and are you, are you, Bruce? Never asked her a single question. Yes. The Americans never asked her a single question. Are you briefing now that you got this report? Like Mike Howe, are you guys get? Are you getting ready to go brief the incoming House people? Absolutely. Uh, listen, the national security angle of the the immigration crisis is very elevated right now. In my opinion, I've got multiple cases where the programs, the counterterrorism programs that I outline in my book. America's covert border war are failing because they're not being uh, applied. Uh, they're, they're too busy on the Mexican side. They're too busy on the U.S. side or they don't care. Nobody cares. And like I had one a former ambassador under Trump tell me if if the Mexicans see that we don't care, they're not going to care. And that's why the Mexicans are not interviewing every one of these people coming through that shelter. The Americans have not made a phone call to this lady who's a Muslim convert who does not want to see terrorists cross wow. through shelter and says, bring it on. Anybody who wants to come in and look at my files, I'm here. Uh, I find we that will, noteworthy. No, it's, it's, to it's say not, the least. No, dude, it's, it's out. It's atrocious. Not, they don't <laughs> care. They'd rather, they're spending money on hunting down parents, going to school board meetings, make sure their children are not groomed with inappropriate literature and these librarians but they won't when you got potential we have a woman run and says hey i want to make sure everybody's vetted they won't even come down and see it they don't have they have no interest they're not interested Let's no interest now i leave open the possibility that there's some covert activity going on uh informants or something but you know you need to have overt activity as yeah. well especially when By you, the have way, a you wouldn't pay for the covert if you went down and just did that you got to do that you got to do the compulsories before you get to the freelance you got to get a 10 on saturday night skating before you skate in prime time on sunday right they're not doing Listen, the saturday night you got to do the compulsories she told me that that they have lots of young military aged men come through there stay for a few nights and then head for the border illegally uh and she says that they have another operation where they're having all these NGOs come in and do the handoff thing that I've been telling you about. Uh, she said that they've moved 300 in the handoff program over the port of San Ysidro. Yeah. Uh, and uh, none of them are being uh, vetted except the Afghans. There are a lot of Afghans that were coming right after the fall of Kabul. Uh, th those ones did get a, an interview on the U.S. side, but everybody else – just gets a handoff over the border. The rest of them go illegally, and they have records on everybody. Todd, how do people get to this latest story? We want to make sure Captain Bannon and uh, Grace push it out. How do people get to the story, and how do they follow you? How do they get to the new book? Yeah, the story is up at cis.org, Center for Immigration Studies.org. I have a, a derivative piece running tomorrow in The Federalist, uh, so you can find it there and there's video. You can reach me on my social media. I'm at, uh, uh, Todd.Bensman at Truth Social and T.Bensman at Getter. Thank you, brother. Great, great, great piece. Mike Cal from Heritage, Todd Bensman. Uh, we're prepping everybody because this is going to be, a, they're going to be massive fights on Capitol Hill starting in, in January. We guarantee you that. Okay. Um, by the way, my pillow, we understand because you guys, Listen to the same economic analysis that we do and break it down. Uh, money's tight. It's going to get tighter, uh, until we get this thing turned around this Christmas. We understand you got to be, you got to watch your pennies. This is why Mike Lindell, mypillow.com promo code worm. He's kept the 80% up to 80% discount, right? For, uh, inventory clearance. You got sheets, you got pillows, you got towels, all kind of different sales prices, all kind of different sales. Buy one, get one, freeze, everything. Just go check it out. Go right now to the what we call the square, mypillow.com, promo code worm. You can't get it in Bed Bath & Beyond. You can't get it at Walmart. You can't get it at retail. Only can get it online with a Mike Lindell's great company, MyPillow. MyPillow.com, promo code worm. Toppers, pillows, you know, uh, robes, the, uh, the, the weighted blankets, everything. Make sure you give a War Room Posse member a gift from MyPillow.com to help the great American manufacturing company up in Minnesota. MyPillow.com, promo code WAR. Okay, um, a lot to get to. We're going to go to Arizona. Floyd, you've got a story up in Western Journal 
Uh, this is about big tech in Arizona. And I'm telling you, it's a brutal story. Tell us what you got, sir. It's, it's absolutely stunning about Google and stealing the election from uh, Kerry Lake. Yes. Uh, Robert Epstein, who is a premier uh, psychologist, in fact, he used to be the editor in chief of psychology today, was monitoring Google's uh, activities in real time during the election in Arizona. And we are reporting at Western Journal that uh, Robert Epstein, based on all of his data, believes that, in fact, Terry Lake would have been elected governor if it wasn't for the suppression of votes and the manipulation of information done by Google. And uh, he breaks it down in the piece uh, in a number of different ways. But uh, the focus is this. First of all, they manipulated search. Almost 80% of Americans, when they want to know something, they go to Google. And Google lies to them. Google, especially about campaigns and candidates, manipulates the information about different candidates. And they found here in Arizona that Google was manipulating the information about Terry Lake, who was the candidate for governor, also about Blake Masters, who was the candidate for Senate, and finally uh, about Mark Fincham, who was the candidate for Secretary of State. You know, actually, during the campaign, I saw this myself because um, we had uh, commissioned some um, research articles on uh, the Secretary of State's race. And it was astounding to see yeah. it, you had to get through to four pages before you found anything about yeah. Mark Fincham that was at all balanced. Just, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hang on for one second. We're going to take a short break. Floyd's going to join us on the other side. Remember, uh, Robert Epstein is the expert that Peter Schweitzer used when he went after Google. He's the, considered the top expert on Google in the world in search. Floyd Brown, Western Journal, next. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take in joe biden's america criminals are exalted and the police are condemned sad to say but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family thankfully there's iTarget pro this revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home no more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to itargetpro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. The new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now Okay, make sure everybody gets on Getter. We're putting up stuff all night long. If you want to follow Brazil, the only way you can follow it uh, is on Getter, okay? And uh, we're putting up information. All of our contributors are up there. It's incredible. I think yesterday, the Tiermont and I, I think is over 40,000 uh, views now. I think we're at 32,000 lives. So it's pretty, this is an extraordinary platform. Much more uh, sophisticated than Twitter. We saw that yesterday during, um, I mean, uh, Elon Musk actually agreed. He said he's spending 90% of his time trying to fix Twitter because it's the engineering of Twitter is quite rudimentary. Um, in Arizona, we're going to go back to Floyd Brown of Western Journal. I want to make sure everybody in Metro Phoenix, everybody in the area, New Mexico, Texas, California, uh, Utah, all of it, Colorado, it's 17 to 20. 
December, we're going to have TPUSA's America Fest. Go to tpusa.com slash war room. You got the Charlie Kirk book on a huge discount, the college scam. You also got all the information. Tucker's going to be there. Candace is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Pasobic, Charlie's hosting it. It's going to be massive. Marjorie Taylor Green, just check the, you know, so many of the contributors in War Room. We're going to be doing breakout sessions. We're going to be doing limited hangouts. So uh, we want to meet everybody in the War Room Posse. We did one in um, earlier on uh, the Great Reset with Charlie and the team at Turning Point. It was just incredible. So I want everybody to come to this, tpusa.com. Go check it out right now. Great way to end the year and get ready for the big fight in 2023. Floyd, this article, it's a blockbuster. It's it's up on Western Journal. Can If somebody just goes to Western Journal, can they access the article? They they they. They, they can. Um, it is actually behind our paywall right now uh, because it's an investigative piece. But, um, uh, uh, you know, it's it's pretty easy to access and pretty inexpensive to uh, to join as a member of Western Journal. So once again, just give me the summary. Why, why would Google have any why would that have any impact whatsoever? On the Arizona well, so, governor's race, just to distill it down to what what is Epps? Because this guy, by the way, yeah, he's no Trump fan. He's no Kerry Lake fan. Oh, no, I mean, he's he's Peter Schweitzer not, he's with not a this conservative. guy. He's, he's not, not a conservative. Schweitzer Schweitzer did this movie with uh, um, uh, guys that had made films with for years uh, about Google. I think it's got a funky name, the the squiggly line or something like that. About a quote from Eric Schmidt, and Epstein's the main guy because he's the leading expert on Google and on search. So tell well, us what he said. Only, Why do you have any only, impact? Not, not only is he an expert, but he was studying it in real time. He had over about uh, over uh, 3,000 people who were having their computers monitored for what he calls ephemeral experience. And this is, uh, for example, they were prompting people that were left of center to go out and vote more than they were prompting right of center people to go out and vote through their smart devices, through their Android phone. They were also, um, you know, manipulating the, the, the information that you would find on search. So it's, it's really significant breakthrough. It's, it's very similar to what Elon Musk uh, released about Twitter manipulating things. So now this yeah. is a, another major study that adds to that, that shows all of big tech is a front that is manipulating our elections and, and literally stealing our elections. And they did it in 2020 and they did it again in 2020. But this is in your face. This is the tech oligarchs, the Repub- McCain Republican establishment, the radical Democrats that they're playing lawfare. It's smash mouth on the legal side. How can the people in Arizona, the people of that great state, she's completely illegitimate. How does Katie Hobbs think she's going to pot- govern when clearly over 50% of the people are going to sit there and say, you didn't win this, you stole it. Well, I'm very hopeful. Carrie Lake is going into court this week and we're going to see a major case filed and we're going to see if in fact um, she gets a hearing in court. Uh, If she doesn't get her hearing, then I expect people at that point will probably because of their frustration start to hit the streets and I wouldn't be surprised that if they actually try and inaugurate this uh, illegitimate governor, that uh, there will be uh, there will be people protesting that. And and then almost immediately, some kind of a, a campaign will be launched to remove her from office because what, we now what know- they want to do. They want to bait people to, to do that. What we have to do is to fight smart here. Tell me about the recall of Katie Hobbs. How realistic is that? Well, I think, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't, I have been one that's been trying to say, let's work through the process. And the next step of the process after the certification, which happened today, and, um, uh, is to file litigation. And, um, so let's let that process work out. I'm hopeful we're going to get our day in court, but, you know, Watching the actual certification, Steve, it exposed to everybody yes. just what frauds these um, mainstream Republicans are, that they were there when their voters were the ones that were disenfranchised. It was Republicans who went to the polls on Election Day that didn't get to vote. And, um, you know, they don't care. They're asking. They us, don't care. They're asking. They're asking. Yeah. Us to forget the fact that we had to wait in three hour lines. 
that we had to deal with printers yeah. that weren't working, that we had to deal with tabulators that weren't look, tabulating. Look, 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 Brnovich sat there today and took the biggest wuss excuse. Hey, it's really beyond my pay grade. There's nothing I can do about this. He sent the blistering letter or his assistant sent the blistering letter. You've had Katie Hobbs threaten criminal uh, sanctions, a criminal prosecution of Mojave County supervisors, criminal prosecutions of Cochise County supervisors. They don't care. They play smash mouth. I disagree with well, them, but hey, you got to kind of admire. They don't care. They don't care. They want victory. They well, don't care. Everybody sits there. No offense, Floyd. I, I, I'm with you and I've heard it and I'm looking for our day in court, but I would tell people get ready for a recall process because <laughs> I've seen the Aracona courts, brother. Hey, Floyd, we got to jump. How do people get to the Western Journal? By the way, everybody go there and tell Floyd, hey, let us see this for free. <laughs> How do the people get there, brother? <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, Western, WesternJournal.com and I'll see if I can put it up on my Twitter, uh, which is at yeah. Floyd Brown. And um, Floyd, I'll be getting on Getter soon. So we got to get you up there, but but you'll blow up on Getter. Floyd, thank you so much. You do such a great job with everything in Arizona. You're the specialist. Okay. Short break. We're going to come back in the second hour and we're going to be on fire. We're going to go to North Carolina about this power adage. Darren Beatty's going to join us. Dan- the Daniel Horowitz is going to be here. Come on, baby. It's going to be on fire. Dr. Naomi Wolf, Dr. Peter McCullough, and Caroline Wren. All of it in the next hour of the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 